You know what, Sam? What? We finally got a win on the road. Yes, we did. Coming to you from the heart of Kane's country, this is the Kaniac Report. Your number one source for everything Carolina Hurricanes, hot takes, predictions, game analysis, and NHL news. And now your hosts, Sam Wallace and Sam Driscoll. All right, we are back with another episode of the Kaniac Report. And uh, Sam, um, there's actually been some NHL news and some Canes news, which we will get to. But the most important thing Hurricanes finally in the four-game losing streak on the road. I am so happy. Thank God they needed to win. They got to win in commanding fashion, 4-1. to Ajo scores two. D'Angelo plays. He gets an assist on the power play. He ignites the power play. Loved his play that night. Uh, Seth Jarvis was excellent. Um, and Pyotr Kachetkov was definitely my first star of that game. Yes, it was definitely my first star of that game, too. Uh, before we even go into the episode, just to remind you that we have a sponsor with SeatGeek. Promo code is Kaniac Report, all one word. First purchase off of SeatGeek, uh, you get 20% off. Uh, so please use that. Um, it is awesome because you get free tickets to, to Hurricane Games pretty much. Well, not, well, not free. Not free, but you get a discount. Yeah, you get a discount. Yes. You get a discount from them and we give you and sometimes we give you free tickets. So no matter what, we are trying to get you to a Hurricanes game at a discount. I think that's pretty nice of us, don't you, Sam? I think I, I think it is pretty nice. Maybe the uh her, if anybody listening um that works for the Hurricanes should uh maybe uh help us out with some money. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so, uh, yes, there is that uh, pr- sponsorship that we have with SeatGeek. Uh, now we're going to go on to some NHL news. Uh, Sam, uh, there's been a few news uh, happening. Um, one, actually, is apparently the NHL is revamping the All-Star Weekend where there's going to be a winner in the skills competition and the winner will get $1 million. Apparently, Connor McDavid has been giving the NHL a lot of inputs on um the skills competition yeah i mean i think that's fun i think you should have a winner and a loser i think that's pretty cool um i like that they're doing the draft for the all-star game i think this year's i think this year's all-star weekend is going to be exciting i'm actually really looking forward to it yes i'm looking forward to i really like the draft and it seems like um they're really trying to make it more exciting i i think the last all-star game last year in florida i thought that was a pretty forgettable experience but the year after that with vegas i thought was really fun and i and i think that's what they're trying to go for i'm trying to remember is it in toronto this year too right uh it might be i can't remember i think it's in toronto this year and the draft is in vegas but yeah i think you're gonna have i mean this is the last year before they decentralize the draft um, that's going to be memorable. That's going to be in the the, the um, sphere in Vegas. And then you're going to have this all-star weekend where, where I honestly think it's going to be fun. I normally don't care to watch it or pay attention to it, but I think this one's going to be pretty good. Yes. And maybe uh, for this draft, maybe we'll see Phil Castle being the last person drafted uh, like the previous drafts. If you remember. <laughs> yeah, that would be funny. 
That would really be funny. Um, next piece of news, Sam, in the NHL news is apparently there's another head coach firing. St. Louis fires head coach Craig Berube and replaced by Drew Bannister. Um, Sam, St. Louis has been on a four-game losing streak. So, well, it sounded um, like it sounds like the players may have had something to do with this firing. Um. Because when Kairu was asked about it, he was kind of terse in his response. Um, I think he said something along the lines of, he's not my coach anymore. I don't have any comments. And I'm like, well, that's interesting. So it yeah. sounds like there may have been a between the players and the coach. And that, that's a reason that you fire your, your coach and move on. Um, that's the right call to do that. Um Especially, I think Craig Berube is a very good head coach. Um, I think he won them a Stanley Cup. I think he was their coach when they won the Stanley Cup. Yes, he was. Um, there, I don't think there's anything wrong with Berube. I think you can get to a point where your coach loses the room, not at any fault of his or any fault of really anybody. It, it just can happen, right? You've been somewhere so long. It just doesn't work out. I mean, gosh, the Hurricanes fired Peter LaViolette. Uh, I think the not the season following, but the one after during that season, you know, and he won a cup, not even, you know, just under two years before. So, for, I, it, you know, sometimes it's just the right decision to make. And again, nothing against Barube and nothing against any other coach like Woodcroft. No, you just need to change. Yeah. And um, I could see there being a market for Barube. I, I think he's a solid coach. For sure, really do. there are going to be teams who are going to do some changes. I mean, the coach carousel this year has been interesting. You don't always see it during the season, but this year has been a little different. You've had some teams that haven't started out so good. Yes, and of course, Edmonton uh, is on a huge winning streak, uh, which doesn't really surprise me considering they have McDavid and Dreisaitl. It doesn't surprise me, but it disappoints me. I really wanted Edmonton to miss the playoffs. Oh, my gosh. That's funny. Um, but yeah, uh, that's going to be interesting uh, to see what the future holds for Craig Berube. Uh, the next piece of news, Sam, uh, apparently the Washington Capitals will be mo- or might be moving to a new arena yeah. in Virginia. Was, I in believe 20- that was I believe that was officially announced yesterday that they are going to move to Alexandria. Yes, which is apparently only six miles from the original arena. Yeah, so, so it's not they, that far. The new arena. I mean, I understand. Look, so recently when I went to DC to help my uh, friend promote his movie Lonesome Soldier in DC, the, the theater that we did it at is ne- is literally attached to Capital One Arena. It's in the you know it's in DC. Uh, this is probably going to pull it out of DC. Might make parking a little bit better. Just in general, make the experience a little bit better for fans. Not saying that Capital One isn't nice. I'm saying I've been around there. I think this could be a benefit um, for that. Uh, that area isn't the nicest, I would say, in the world, but it is the district. Um, but yeah, I mean, look, I, I've been around there. I've seen that area, and I think this could be a good move for them to just move just outside of the city. Apparently, a lot of fans aren't happy with it. Well, I mean, I can understand, you know, it's, it's in the, you know, it's in, it's in DC. It's a place where, you know, you can take 
shuttles and you can take well the you know like the subway whatever their version of it is and i'm blanking on the name right now sorry washington fans um i know there's an actual name for it um the metro i think is what it is so you can take the metro and do whatever you got to do and get to the game without even driving anywhere where you're going to have to drive now to it to go to go to it probably in alexandria so that's probably why they're upset about it but i think in general it's going to probably be a nicer venue and probably a nicer area because i think alexandria is a little bit nicer area so i think you just have to take you know take what you can and stuff like this yes definitely and apparently uh washington i mean this is this isn't big news or anything but apparently they're the lead team in trying to get Ethan Bear. I don't think that moves the the needle at all for them. I, I just don't think Ethan Bear is that good of a defenseman. It's one of those things where it's like, oh, okay, you, you know, you'll get some depth, but uh, you know, not a whole heck of a lot of anything else. Yeah, because I mean, we, obviously he was with us in Carolina, but uh, that didn't really work out. No, and look, there's nothing wrong with adding a depth piece. I think sometimes that's a benefit for you. Um, some teams, they need the depth piece. Maybe he comes back and he plays really, really well, and it's a steal. But I just didn't see it. But, you know, I hope for the best for him. He seemed like a nice dude, um, caring guy. He usually loves the community where he plays. I'm a little surprised that he didn't end up back in Vancouver. But um, oh, I hope nothing but the best for the guy, for sure. I, I don't know. It will. Jordan Ethan Baird just didn't work in Carolina. And, you know, that's just part of uh, part of the sport. Yeah, and it happens, right? I mean, it's nothing personal yeah. against players unless your name is Eric Collins, in which case I hate you. <laughs> but, <laughs> um, but, you know, in general, I, I rarely have ill will toward players who, who've played here and move on. Um, Trotrek might be another one of those that I'm not overly fond of. It sounded like he didn't want to play in our market anymore. Uh, that was disappointing. I thought he enjoyed his time here. Um so yeah, I mean he's uh, not, I, you know nothing to the extent that Eric Halla is, where he's just made himself a villain. But look, good for Ethan Bear getting back, and you know I like to see people succeed in the National Hockey League. Yes, I do too. Hope Ethan Bear has a bit of some success in Washington. Although if it does, that could be bad news for us, considering they are a huge rival. Uh, so, Sam, uh, the biggest Canes news that happened this week. Uh, devastating blow. Uh, Sveshikov had an MRI scan. And Brendan Moore said that he'll be out for some time. Now, when I heard that, I was like, okay, they didn't name anything specific. So, is this going to be a shorter time of recovery than his other injury? Is my I'm sure it's going to be, yeah. No, it's going to be shorter than that. I mean, I, I, it's not his ACL or anything like that. He might have like a sprained back. So the injury came, and I believe Walt Ruff confirmed, the injury came from when he got cross-checked in the back. So, you know, it's a it's an upper body injury, probably in his back. Maybe he hurt. Maybe it was, you know, maybe he did something. He, he did something in his back area depending on where the chop was. I don't remember if it was lower back or upper back or mid. So depending on where you, you may have hit some organs, you know, like your kidneys, but I'm hopeful that it is not long. I'm hoping it's nothing longer than when Brett Pesci missed. 
Yes. And honestly, I thought it, um, when Svesh took that huge cross check um, in Winnipeg, I thought it could have hurt his uh, ribs, maybe like cracked ribs or something. Well, then that's possible too. I thought it was more on the back, so I didn't really see it as, you know, as, as that per se. But, you know, it's an unfortunate situation. Yes, it is. Uh, we just hope Svetlakov can have a speedy recovery. Um, don't don't rush him, obviously. No. But uh, he obviously does play a huge factor uh, with us. So I, I, I just hope um, he takes his time, but at the same time can get back to the team as or get back on the ice as soon as possible. For sure. We don't want him to rush. We want him to be healthy. Um, there was some, you know, just hearkening back to Pacioretty. Some people thought maybe that was a little too, um, maybe that was a little too soon. And I think that's a possibility as well. But at the end of the day, you just want to hope your player gets better and you want to hope that he's healthy. And that's all you really can hope for. And I think that's all you need to do is let Svetch get better and just move on from there. Yes, definitely. And speaking of Patch Reddy, he seems like uh, he's getting really close. So I wonder if he uh, might play his first game against Carolina. That'd be interesting. Oh, Lord. And I know I you're know. going to that game. <laughs> I, I don't want to talk about it, man. <laughs> okay. Well, that's that's it for Kane's news. We really needed to talk, touch on the uh, Svechnikov injury and the impact there. Uh, now we're going to go to the Hurricane Games. But before we do, let's get to our sponsor. Bet the action on the ice with DraftKings Sportsbook. Download the app now and use code THPN. New customers can get 150 bucks instantly in bonus bets for betting just $5 on hockey. That's code THPN. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit www.1800gambler.net. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY-467-369. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. Please play responsibly. On behalf of Boo Hill Casino and Resort, 21 plus age varies by jurisdiction. Void in Ontario. Bonus packs expire 168 hours after issuance. See dkng.com slash hockey for eligibility and deposit restrictions, terms, and responsible gaming resources. NHL and the NHL Shield are registered trademarks of the National Hockey League. Copyright NHL 23. All rights reserved. Okay, Sam, what a thrilling win that Ottawa game was. And what was great is we were at the L house in Garner uh, for the first two periods, and it was fun. I really enjoyed it. Yeah, no, it was fun. Um, We had a good time. And look, uh, because that's that's the only game we have to really talk about, isn't it? And uh, it's nice because last time we had nothing but losses to talk about, and I think the time before that we had nothing but losses to talk about. So... Look, I think it's really fun to have, um, you know, stuff to talk about here. And I'm, I'm excited for that, excited for 
um, what's to come, right? So full disclosure, we're recording this on Thursday before the Detroit game. Actually, puck drop is in about probably four minutes or so. So, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, they need to replicate what they did, right? I mean, it was a pretty even, I would say, first period. I think Carolina played very, very well. Kuchetkov and Corbisalo played very, very well. You get a goal from each team, right? It went Ottawa scores first, Carolina answers. But when Ottawa scored first, Sam, I mean, I was like, you know, and I tweeted out, I was like, here we go again, because that's what it felt like, because that's just what that feeling has been on this road trip. Yes, I know. Norris scores, and I didn't think Kuchekov, um could have stopped could have stopped that because moments prior to that goal, that was when Martinuk took a hit, and he hit his head into uh, the the uh, post of the net. So yep. that wasn't fun, and he was out for some time during that game, but he came back, which was good. Absolutely, no, you need Marky because, and especially since Carolina was doing the 11-7, right? So you want to make sure that you're, if you're going like 10-7, and seven, that's a bit icky because you only got, you've got your four centers, but you're basically down to three lines. Yes, you are. That's that's a very uh, dangerous game that I do not want to see tested out from Carolina. Uh, but yeah, I, like you said, it was 11-7. and seven. D'Angelo is playing his first game in, what, six games, six or seven games? Uh, I know you were really happy about that. I kind of was too, because I mean, you're on a four game losing streak. You got to do something. Um, and uh, obviously though, Sam, at the end of the first period, we tie it. It's a blast from Natchez and a great um, pass from Shea uh, to tie it. That was just a great goal. Yeah. And you need stuff like that. You need it to come. You need it to play hard. You need to be able to, to do that. And I love that Shea was being himself again, right? Brady Shea has just been so unbelievable, and I'm, I'm just I'm thrilled that he has been one of our best defensemen all year. I mean, there, there are very few games, if any, honestly, that I can think back to, oh, Brady Shea was really bad. There are games where I can think of, oh, Slavin wasn't all that good, Burns wasn't all that good, D'Angelo wasn't all that good, Orlov wasn't, and Pesci even Chatfield. And I'm like, I honestly can rarely think of a game where I'm like, you know what? This is a bad night for Brady Shea. Oh, I agree. I think probably to me, the one game might've been that eight to one loss against Tampa, but every player was playing bad there. Um, can't pin yeah, yeah, that sure. just on Shea and he's leading yeah. our defense in points. Look, so, if I'm, if amazing. I'm John Waddell, um, I'm looking at these guys and I'm like, you know, if Pesci's asking for seven. I'm like, well, why would I give that to you? If I'd give it to Brady over here, who is more deserving crazy. of that. Yeah. If you want to talk about a guy who can shut you down and also contribute offensively, no offense, Brady, but I'm going to get more out of, you know, no offense. Uh, sorry, Brett, but I'm going to get more from my dollar. from Shay. Yes, I totally agree. I think Shay's playing a lot better than Pesci, although Pesci, he's still a solid defenseman. Sure, and uh, I still stand by. I do believe we should trade Brett Pesci before we're at the deadline. Turn that into either a solid, solid goaltender, like a number one guy, especially if Freddie's not going to be here. Again, Kachekov had a singular game. The problem is here, I'm still taking his whole body of work into account. Yes, and, I am too. And I still think you need a goalie, 
Now, granted, go check how it goes on a heater and it just doesn't end. Awesome. Then you averted a disaster. But again, you can't I'm, bet on that. No, and you shouldn't bet on that. And right now we don't know if Freddie's out for the year. And if he is one, you LTIR him and then you get the cap space. I don't remember how much we're paying him. Um, four million, I think. So four. So okay, so you're paying him four. So you get four million in cap plus. I think we got around one or two. So you're looking at about five to six million in cap space that we're going to have. So Carolina's a cap team. They're going to spend to the cap. They're going to add at the deadline. I feel confident in saying that this year. But you need to get to a point where you're in contention because right now Carolina is still outside of a playoff spot looking in. They can remedy that tonight. And honestly, if they have a good weekend, they can remedy that in general this weekend and be back in that spot. And not necessarily comfortably, but sitting better. You have an opportunity to do that this weekend. Two games at home and a divisional game at home that I think is a must win against Washington. Yes, I do too. Uh, so it's into the first one to nothing. One to one, it's tied, and then Sam in the second. We, I mean, here's the thing. I don't think the Canes were dominant, but I think what got them the win was that they played their game, and yes. they didn't stress out at all about that. And you have Aho scoring from D'Angelo and Tara Vinan on the power play. D'Angelo, he honestly, I do think he is the best power play person. I listen. I think Burns is good. I just think it's more natural for D'Angelo. Well, D'Angelo knows how to dish the puck. So D'Angelo's got the shot, but he has something that Burns doesn't. And that's his hockey sense. His hockey sense and his ability to make an elite pass. Burns' best asset is his shot. He's got probably the best shot at the blue line, at least the hardest shot at the blue line. But I like the hockey. I think D'Angelo has a higher hockey IQ, and especially offensively, his offensive awareness is just second to none on the blue line. So well, his you know, skating is better than Burns, I believe. Oh, absolutely! I think Burns' skating has fallen off dramatically this season, and I think it's just showing because really Burns has been average to below average this year, and I think that's just an unfortunate reality. Yeah, well, I mean, I don't think it's been bad, but just it wasn't what it was like last season. Um, I, I still think we could get more out of Brent Burns. Uh, but, uh, Sam second period was great. You also have Jarvis scoring from Ajo and Orlov. Uh, to me, that was the best goal of the game. It was almost a two. It was a two on O. Ajo passes an elite pass to Jarvis and Jarvis just scores. That's an amazing goal. Yeah, I agree completely for sure. And of course, Aho, he's having himself a night. He scores a second goal of the game, making it four to one. And that's pretty much all she wrote. I actually thought Ottawa was better in the third period. I thought they had a lot of chances. And it showed with Kachuk almost getting the goal. And somehow the refs gave him a penalty shot. I don't understand that because he did not throw or throw his stick. Yeah, that was a great. I loved that. That was funny. Yeah, and 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 of course, there's that penalty shot, Sam. And let's talk about that just for a little bit. Oh my gosh, I loved it. Kachukov just goes out, and right when Kachuk looks at the puck, he doesn't look at the net. Takes advantage. It's no goal, and it was fiery yep. too. Oh, look, I love Kachekov's personality. I love it when it shows. Oh, I do, too. Did you think there was going to be any uh, 
feistiness from Kachekov, like a stick whack, like he did with Marchand. I, I would thought have liked he might. Would have been funny. Would have been funny. Oh, it, oh, oh, it would have. And also another thing too that I, I heard on X is apparently people are like, "Oh, he tripped Kachuk." I'm like, "Well, you know what? He's done that before. There hasn't been any penalties, so it's not going to be a penalty there." And second, that's Kachuk's own fault. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. No, I mean, I think that's fair. Yes, definitely. And obviously, Canes win four to one. Uh, that was just such an amazing game. I am uh, very happy that the Hurricanes finally snapped their four-game losing streak. Uh, now they're going to be. Now they're playing against Detroit. I think they're playing against Detroit right now. Um, but we will cover uh, that game in our next episode. Um, we kind of had to do this recording kind of at the last minute, <laughs> based on situations. <laughs> yeah, I got stuck in traffic. Ironically, I just pulled into the garage right now, though. So we finally, I made it home, thankfully. Yes. Well, now we're going to watch the Detroit game. So you'll get the Detroit game. You'll get three games, actually, in the next episode. Uh, Detroit. Um, you get Nashville and Washington. So that's going to be interesting. See how those games play out. Yeah, I'm excited. Yes, definitely. So uh, that is going to be the end of our episode. Uh, We will see you guys Monday. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Kaniac Report. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss a future episode. Can't get enough of the Kaniac Report? For more content or to connect with the Sams, check them out on Instagram and Twitter at the Kaniac Report. We'll see you next time.